Hello everyone, you are listening to Tamisia. So I've launched my podcast today and I am so excited. I've been wanting to do this for quite some time, but today is the day where I do what I say. So welcome and thank you. Well, you know, I want to talk about something that popped up in my head a few months ago and I kept thinking, you know, when I heard it that um, I'm going to do something with this. I'm going to... Am I going to write a book? Am I going to talk to somebody about it? Um, But I'm going to start my podcast off uh, talking about misachievements. So yes, I was sitting in a meeting and um, I wasn't uh, the orator of the meeting. I was actually more of a student sitting in the class and it just seemed like all of a sudden out of nowhere, I heard something just pop up in my head and it said, the misachievement of man. And I started thinking about that misachievement. It's not something that, you know, we talk about often. I mean, I've heard, you know, uh, obviously we need to fulfill our divine purpose and destiny. Um, you know, there's certain things that you're born to do. You've got these things that you pretty much come to earth with and you're great at, but I've never heard anyone talk so much about misachievements or using uh, that word misachieve. What does it mean, you know, to actually misachieve? All right. And I started thinking about it and, and suddenly I started visualizing all of the times where even in my own life I've misachieved. And I started even thinking about other people who um, I know who have misachieved. And I can't say that they would subscribe to that or say that, you know, they agreed with it because I didn't really discuss it with them. But as I tried to look back and just kind of pinpoint different areas and places of how you could misachieve, I realized that what I heard in my mind was something that wasn't so far-fetched that it actually was very true and it happens every day. It's happening every second. It's happening, uh, you know, in relationships. It's happening in careers. It's, it's, it's happening in lifestyles. It's happening everywhere. And, and it's so detrimental, um, you know, to our to our successes in life. It's detrimental to, uh, you know, the people who need us and, and it's detrimental to us, you know, as people, because we need ourselves too. We're often talking about how, you know, we're here to help others, but you know, you're here to help you too. You're here to help yourself. It, and honestly, it, it starts with you because from you, you know, comes things, you know, comes help, comes assistance. And if you haven't put yourself together in the right places, doing the right things. And, you know, I don't care how well you think that you're doing or what level of success that you've reached. Um, it's not getting you to what I would call capacity and, and maximum, the maximum pursuit of the things that, that you were sent to earth to accomplish. So misachievements, what are they? Okay, they are things that you've done or time that you've spent, commitments you've made that should have been utilized somewhere else for a greater purpose. Okay, misachievements are often masked behind successful ventures and thriving happenings, so it makes it difficult to detect how it is subtracting from your life. 
Um, many times it brings you a false sense of accomplishment, but in the end, it takes away from what you were supposed to truly have that would have brought you permissible success. Now, let me just stop right there because I've said a whole lot and I've said a lot of important things. I think they're important. So I want to just slow down for a second. I want to slow down for a moment and I want to break these things down because I don't want to get you know, too far out into the woods. I want us to stop and to really think about in our lives where we've misachieved. Okay. So I started this out and I said that misachievements are things that you've done, right? Or time that you've spent commitments that you've made that you, that should have been utilized somewhere else for a greater purpose. Okay. So Where in your own life can you stop for a second and think about where you've spent time doing something, trying to accomplish something, something that you've made a commitment to that actually took away from something else that was actually much more important? You know, when I think about these misachievements, oftentimes it's like we're saying that we're doing these things for someone else. But a lot of times as I'm, as I'm talking to you about this, I'm, I'm feeling like a misachievement is actually tied a lot to our ego. It's tied to our own self-esteem. It's tied to our own level of confidence. And these are things oftentimes that we do because we want to feel better about ourselves, but it's so much easier to say, Oh, Hey, I'm doing this for someone else. Because when we say that we're doing it for someone else and it looks like we're selfless and we're being very charitable but at the end of the day we're doing this so that we can look like we are successful for these you know group of people but what does it matter if you achieve that success but it really wasn't the success that you were supposed to achieve you know and oftentimes I think that when we're on this path of misachieving The reason why it's very difficult to spot is because sometimes misachievement doesn't mean or show, you know, a present failure. In other words, you could be doing very, very well. You could be hitting those numbers and hitting those strides and getting that return on your investment. If you're looking at the monetary side of things, Um, you know, you could be winning the race and getting the awards and getting the accolades. But then when you stop and you look around There's some other things that you actually were supposed to put that commitment, that time and attention to, but you didn't do it. You know, I'm reminded of someone who lost something very, very important to them because they were out trying to achieve something else. And that which they lost was much more greater than that so-called success that they were getting then and that they're seemingly getting now and I I could almost imagine and my heart just almost bleeds in a sense because I think about what that person lost uh, often and I know how important it was to them and to me that's a misachievement when you've spent all your time trying to get this other thing but it it detours you from keeping the thing you were supposed to have. So yes, misachievements are things that you've done. You know, it's time that you've spent commitments you've made that should have been utilized somewhere else for an even greater purpose. And when I think about greater purpose, it reminds me of, you know, sometimes those things that achieve a greater purpose don't give you that instantaneous feeling of, 
ooh, I'm really doing something. You know, for example, let's take our children. You know, we don't get a, a quick, we usually don't feel uh, like we're doing anything wonderful because, you know, we've cooked them dinner or made them lunch or, you know, we've sat down and read a book to them. Those aren't things that most times other people will look at us and clap their hands and say, yeah, you've done a great job. This is so wonderful. I really admire you. But say if we, you know, started a huge corporation and suddenly the newspaper started coming out and doing all these write-ups about us and, you know, we made it in Forbes magazine and, you know, we, we've achieved all of these awards and we're the, you know, we're the leader, leader of the year, you know, we've gotten all of that, okay, but what happens when you've achieved all of that but there was a greater ROI or return on your investment had you spent that same amount of time or energy, you know, with your children, you know, could you have gotten something greater out of it? And again, these are things, this is an example of a misachievement. It's, and, and again, a lot of times these things are tied, like I said, to our ego and to our own self-esteem, boosting us up. Um, appearing to be selfless, but now we've misdirected that time. We could have put it somewhere else, but now we've lost it. So misachievements again are often masked behind successful ventures and thriving happening. So it makes it very difficult to detect how it is subtracting from your life because it looks like it's, it's thriving. It looks like it's going so well. It looks like you're getting everything that you were supposed to get. And you say, you know what, gosh, I made the right decision because because I certainly must have made the right decision if I'm having all of this success, if all of these people are lining up with me, if all of these people are teaming up with me, if my bank account is huge and I'm driving a nice car and I've got all these great things, but misachievement will never tell you that none of those things, that money, that car, all of those people that are following you, that all of those things do not determine whether you've really done what you were supposed to do. Um, so many times it brings you a false sense of a cop accomplishment, but in the end it takes away from what you were supposed to truly have that would have brought you permissible success. Now I say permissible. Another word for permissible obviously is permission, you know, and I always tell people I could do anything, but do I have permission to do it? Now, everybody gets their permission from different places. I know where I get my permission from. You know, I get my permission a lot of times through praying and meditating and waiting and, and kind of and wisdom. Absolutely. And also, you know, by consulting with people who I consider to be wise, you know, I've got a group of people who I might talk to things about and I don't let them make my decisions for me, but you know, there is safety in going to uh, people that you can trust. And, and because a lot of times they're going to be able to see things that you can't see, because a lot of times when we want things, we're operating completely out of emotion. So when I go to these people who I trust and I, I talk to them, what I want them to tell me is what I can't see, what I am overlooking, the red flags that I may have initially determined a green flag or a green light, but really there's something hidden beneath. Now, there have been times in my life where I wasn't doing that or didn't do that. And there've been times where I've missed the step, 
But now, you know, as I get older, I get wiser and I start, I'm, I'm noticing even within myself, I'm beginning to change, you know, some of those patterns and habits that I had before that I wouldn't consider to be, uh, things that are, that's going to carry me in the future. Sometimes, and you know, as you get older and you start having different kinds of responsibilities and, and you begin to change, you know, and your thinking and your desires and, and you know, that, that journey that you're on, you've got to start shifting certain things. So there's nothing wrong with that. But again, I said permissible success because we honestly could do anything. You know, I I never really was a person who uh, was very athletic growing up. But, you know, my body structure is is as such as, as if I ran track or, you know, I did something, you know, but. I never wanted to do that. Now, if I wanted to do that, I probably could have become very successful at it, but it wasn't a passion of mine. I just pretty much know for a fact that that's not where I was supposed to be spending my time. I know that for me, you know, I get a thrill out of helping other people and especially children, you know, or just anybody who's hurting. I want to naturally help them. You don't have to pay me to do that. But even in that sense of wanting to do that, I have to sometimes stop and ask myself, do I have permission to do this? Do I have permission to help this person? Because sometimes in those places where you have a natural inclination to want to do something, it is the exact same place where people in life and situations will try to pervert you and use you because it's something that you would just do naturally. Even if we take an athlete, for example, you know, I see a lot of times where children are often used um, and even abused for, and when I say abused, I don't mean physically abused in that sense. What I mean is that people often take advantage of them because of their athletic prowess. But, you know, again, you know, this could relate to anything. Um, but the, the point being is, is do you have permission to do the things that you're doing? Because after it has driven you this misachievement, after it's driven you down the path, right? A perpetual distraction, because that's what it does. And distraction, if it has to distract you with what seems to be success, but isn't really the kind of success that you were supposed to have, right? Um, after it's driven you down that perpetual path of distraction away, right? From the people or purpose you were created to conquer, you're left standing with your hands empty and your heart broken. So think about what I just said. After it's driven you down the path of perpetual distraction away, now you're away from the people, right? Those are those times when you're starting to tell the people who you're really supposed to be spending time with or the things you're really supposed to be doing. I don't care even if it's on a minor level. You know, you're out doing you know, X, Y, Z, and now you can't take care of your other responsibilities. Now you're out doing X, Y, Z, and, and now you don't have time to spend with those people anymore. But it distracts you away from the people or purpose that you were created to conquer. You're left standing with your hands empty and your heart broken, and you only figure it out after those things that you were supposed to be committed to have left your life or you've lost them. Somehow they're not there anymore. And again, that's the point when you begin to realize that, you know what? I did all these things, but now I don't have the things that I was supposed to have. I don't have the people that I was supposed to have. And that's what misachievement does. It masquerades around um, as if it's really helping you. But in the end, 
it's hurting you. It's taking away from those core things that would have brought you that lasting, permissible success. So today, I want to challenge you to stop for a moment. Okay, I don't want to make this a long, drawn-out discussion because it's just very clear what misachievement is. And by now, through listening, you know, and me talking and giving some examples, you've probably thought about some things in your own life right now that you can say, hey, you know what, I might be misachieving in that area. And if that's you, I want to challenge you today to just stop for a second. And I want you to take out... uh, a pen or a pencil or something that you can write with or text it to yourself or, you know, just meditate for a second and think about right now where you're misachieving in your life. Hey, listen, again, I want to thank you for spending time with me today. I've had so much fun sharing this little nugget of information with you. It's already changed my life and I hope that it changes yours. Again, thank you. You are listening to Tamisia.